Hello and welcome to Murph's Tavern. I am massive Simpsons dork Murphy McLaughlin. Every episode of this podcast, I'll talk about a different episode of The Simpsons, specifically one from the first eight seasons with a couple of fellow fans. This week, we are talking about the iconic season six episode, Bart versus Australia, where Bart goes to Australia. <laughs> Uh, with me to talk about that episode are a couple of Australians. I sourced two Australians specifically for this episode. We have uh, first time on the show, Matt Stewart. Thanks so much for having me. What an honour to be here for this classic episode. No problem. And of, of your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling it early, but I, I think we're off to a hot start Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Yeah. And return guest, Simon Cumming. But, hello, Murphy. Thank you for having me. I know you have spared no expense. In flying me out to whatever country you're recording this in. <laughs> Rand uh, McNally. Yes. <laughs> um, Matt, we were taking notes for this episode and after the episode... Oh, so should say we just watched it. And um, Matt looked at his notes and all he'd written was Rand McNally. <laughs> That's uh, so good. I forgot what we were doing and I just started uh, loving the episode. Yeah. Said, forgetting that I wasn't meant to be enjoying it. I was meant to be, you know, taking it in. Yeah. That's it. I, sorry, a question just popped into my head while you were doing the introduction about seasons one to eight. How many total episodes are there in seasons one to eight? Like, 172. Oh, so you've, did you, I guess you would have thought about this when you started the podcast? You're yeah, like, well, I figured this is a fortnightly pod. Yeah. So what's 172 times two? two uh, 340 weeks. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Thank you, Simon. So um, that's, like so I can years? basically, yeah, be doing this pod for like seven years, which I think is. Is all right, and yep. if you you know if you really want to, you could <laughs> go for season nine. Wait, there there are more seasons. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. If I really I wanted know, to, it wasn't a cliff that it fell off, right? It wasn't there? Wasn't there a bit? Hundred percent. Season nine is fine. Yeah, because some people talk about their like the golden age has different definitions. Of yeah, them. season yeah. nine's good. I just this. Because I got the book here, uh, this has his one to eight. So, yes. it just saves me carrying around two I, books. I can't believe I'm sitting <laughs> so close to that text. <laughs> and I love it that it probably works quite well because people choose all the good episodes up front, you know, in the first couple of years. By year five, six of the podcast, you're getting into the worst episodes anyway. <laughs> and you'll be like, yeah, probably right to give it up. <laughs> well, this is, yeah, Bart versus Australia. Um, do you have strong memories of this one as, as children, as teenagers when you watched it, Matt? You were basically, uh, when we were watching it you were like oh i forgot this is from this episode <laughs> yeah. oh, this is amazing couldn't oh. believe it every scene was just so great yeah. it was everything was so funny it wasn't a wasted line mm. man i was like it was perfect tv that there's one scene in particular where they're at the pub in australia and it's you've got the knifey spoony bit then you've got homer ordering the big beer yeah <laughs> it's kind pretty of big, big i guess yeah yeah <laughs> And then Marge trying to order a coffee. <laughs> bang, bang. Well, that's like 30 seconds and it's yeah. three iconic jokes. I definitely remember the Coriolis effect, you know, uh, mm. where Lisa's explaining the uh, toilet water going around in one direction. I definitely remember this having like an enormous place in my childhood. <laughs> it's like something that has almost no effect on anything. There's a lot of other science that would have been useful to know. You know, she, <laughs> you know it's wrong though. Oh, is it? So, toilet... I, I looked this up. Um, toilet bowls are too small to be affected by that effect. So, while yes, it does go anti-clockwise depending on which hemisphere you're in, um, the... To- hang on, let me check my notes. <laughs> and this was the only 
inaccuracy <laughs> in the yeah. episode. Everything else. <laughs> Otherwise, scientifically perfect. G- Gus was our prime minister <laughs> at the time. Uh, actually, Gus was the member of Parliament. Oh, sorry, Andy. Andy. <laughs> it is. When I was looking stuff up, it reminded me that um, Paul Keating was actually the prime minister at the uh, time, who is very different to <laughs> yeah. Andy. Maybe like if Bob Hawke was is in it? power, that's a bit yes, more similar. Exactly. <laughs> sitting on the sitting on the tractor tube in the uh, in the dam, <laughs> drinking a Foster's. Keating's more like yeah, he was more like a you know verbose kind of. He'd be more looking down his nose at everyone yeah. rather than being the everyman that these were support, supposed to be. Yeah. Do you remember liking this episode or taking any offense when you watched it in the 90s? Like being like, hey, I, we're not like that. I remember because I, I was in uh, primary school when yep. it came out and I, I do remember at first being like that and I... And I and kids were talking about it at school, like, oh, that's not that's not what we're, <laughs> our favorite show, and they're making fun of us. Yeah, yeah. And I came home from school and I said something like that to my dad, who also uh, really loved the show back then. And he's like, he's like, he had that thought as well. But then he's like, but they make fun of America every week. Yeah. So it's <laughs> what do you expect them to do? Just because now it's so funny when it's turned on you that you're like you you can't take offense to that. So I it, I turned around pretty quickly. I was lucky he told me that. Otherwise, <laughs> I would have been a sad sack about it for too long and and not uh, got to enjoy what a classic episode. Because I wouldn't. I mean, it used to be replayed on Channel Ten all the time. All the time. Was it six o'clock? Six o'clock. Magic and then- hour and a half of TV. <laughs> Simpsons Neighbours, The Nanny. <laughs> oh, no, it, cha- it changes some of the... I'm, I'm Seinfeld sure- was in there sometimes. I'm yeah. sure Seinfeld was seven at some point. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Simpson. I'm pretty sure Neighbours went to six at some point though. I think ah. the time slot They've moved. mixed it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if every night those Simpsons were on TV. Yeah. At least once. <laughs> like, and back then, when there was only six seasons, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> the rotations didn't take that long to yeah, move around. Yeah, exactly. I. Uh, what about you, Simon? Do you remember the response? Oh yeah, I think that similar to what Matt had to say about they make fun of themselves every week. Of like, I think I took it more of like, ah, oh, Americans are real dumb, <laughs> you know. Like, this year was like, I remember watching it being like, they don't know what it's like at all. <laughs> It is fun. Like, even in... You say that they made fun of America every other week. Even in this episode. That's right. Watching it back yeah. then, you're like, there's so many jokes directed at America in it as well. Yeah. Like, the one where it's like, the buttons yeah, made yeah. in America <laughs> yeah. and it doesn't work. And I'm like... And Homer's... But I didn't get take this in as a kid. I didn't understand the satire that Homer's speech where he's like, in yes. America, we got rid of corporal punishment. <laughs> the elderly walk confidently down alleys. We admire the nerdy. I didn't understand as a kid that, oh, the joke is... Is that that's not the case? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I picked that up too, and I never got that as well. I'm like, yeah. oh, we should, yeah, we should be more like them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where as a kid, so I actually did first couple times I saw this as a kid, I was offended. Right. Uh, if a kid can be offended, but you know, I was like, <laughs> on behalf of my country, <laughs> I take we don't sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the main thing that I got annoyed at. And maybe it's because my, you know, you echo what your parents are doing. Like, so I think my mum or dad was like, "Oh, that's bullshit. That is, yeah, um, yeah. is the." <laughs> I hope he said it like that. It <laughs> sounds like is it? Oh God! Andy. Bloody stone the crows! Those Simpsons. It's complete bullshit. They don't know anything about this country. <laughs> but um, was the corporal punishment element of it of Bart getting the boot because Australia despite its many faults, legally speaking, like 
it did get rid of corporal punishment, I think, fairly early compared to a fair few yeah, other and countries. Yeah, like America still got capital punishment exactly. as well. And yeah. I forget what's corporal punishment. Yeah, that's like just violent punishment, is it? Oh, it's like no, hitting them and stuff, it. I think. Yeah. Is capital punishment when you when actually you kill, kill them? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. So um, I think I remember being like, like that's not what we do. <laughs> you misrepresented us. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, obviously, yeah. Now I'm like, ah, oh, it's just a bit of fun. Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'd love it if they just did an episode to like. It turns out it was like a conspiracy. They just wanted to wind up each country <laughs> and like that season. There's an episode they air about each country where they just make it as wrong as possible. I was reading just before about um, uh, David Merkin, who was a producer on the episode, mm. said that whenever they. They take the Simpsons family to another country. That country gets offended. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is funny. And I've found on... I do a, another podcast, which is about just a different topic each week. Mm. And people are... You know, you, we sort of... You know, you're laughing about the things and whatever. And people... There's a lot of people who love it until you do an episode about something they love. Yeah, And yeah. then you make a few jokes about it and they're like, hang on, that's actually not on. <laughs> yeah. Like, genuinely, you don't, you don't notice how... Yeah. Sort of hypocritical that is or inconsistent or whatever. You're like, 100%. knife goes in, guts come out. That's <laughs> yeah. just good, wholesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good, wholesome representation of the Japanese people. But um, <laughs> knife is spoony is not what we have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. and I feel like that's a very... I don't know if this is a generalization, <laughs> but I feel like that's kind of an Australian thing that we give so much shit to everyone. But if someone that's not Australian makes fun of Australia, we're like, oh, what the we fuck? We are very fragile. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, yeah. I mean, and I, and I think this is very possibly like a universal thing. I don't know. But the um, I found it very embarrassing when I was told by someone who works at the Melbourne Comedy Festival that uh, international acts get told that when they're doing shows in Melbourne, they, have, they really need to compliment Melbourne culture early in their shows and their sets. I'm like, you're you're kidding. We can't. How sad is that? <laughs> we, if American comes, they better mention the coffee pretty much up top. <laughs> Otherwise, we're not getting on board. Yeah. Yeah. And I think part of why they chose Australia, according to um, my research here, is because cause it's, this is the first one where the Simpsons go to another country. Bart had gone to France back in season one, but this is the first, right. which became a trope of the Simpsons going to another country, like you said. I think of the but Japanese episode as the other probably that, most iconic one. Yeah. And that's four years after. After this one, right? So yeah, um, oh, outside of the Murph's Tavern, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you'll never get to hear us talk right. about that episode. It's devastating. I'm going to yeah. stop listening to the <laughs> podcast <laughs> now. <laughs> I've been waiting yeah. for that. It's um, my favourite app. Uh, in Japan, we don't have cubed watermelons, <laughs> or do we? Maybe we do. Um, <laughs> there is no Mr. Sparkle dishwashing powder brand, <laughs> but they did. Um, it's like we don't have a conglomerate of dishwashing <laughs> and fish cutting. It's like we do have one of jet skis, pianos. And musical instruments, but yeah, um, well, that's a Mr. Wild. Sparkle is actually a separate episode, <laughs> Yamaha, which is in is season it? eight. So we will get to Mr. Sparkle. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, yeah. So Yamaha, you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't that, I never really thought about? It. Isn't that like the like the multinational version of one of those weird Australian country town shops that are like uh, toys and fishing? You know, <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. There's always a, a town, and I, I I never noticed this before, but I, I was on a uh, filming this tour that Bob Franklin was on and every every stop he did a walk around the town found their weird hybrid <laughs> shop and brought it up <laughs> and it always killed That's I'm great. like that I can't believe it, but every town there was one some weird 
mashup. I have one in memory. So I would go rock climbing uh, quite a lot in like the Grampians and Mount Arapiles. And on the way, there's just one town that's just like the perfect place to stop in bet- like sort of halfway in between. Um, and there is a shop there. It's a cafe and it's a ch- separate chocolate shop. And half of the shop is a shop that sells like really expensive teddy bears. Like <laughs> teddy bears that cost like a thousand dollars. I'm like the the coffee and the chocolate. I can see how that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But <laughs> boutique teddy bears. Yeah. While you're here, getting your eggs on toast. Yeah. Well, they've you have a thousand dollar teddy bear. <laughs> they chose Australia because of they they thought had a good sense of humour. They thought Australia's always like very, they seem like they're self-deprecating mm. and they're always like... Happy to self-deprecate, but if you <laughs> yeah. deprecate us, <laughs> that's possible. That's it. Do you Have either of you been to, well, it's not around anymore, but when it was, Fox Studios Sydney? No. That's okay. where like the Matrix was and yeah. stuff as well? Yeah. I think, so. I think it was early 2000s. Uh, well, me and my family went there in the year 2000. And went on tour and they had a massive Simpsons exhibit. Um, and they played a special edition of this episode where it had an alternative ending. In fact, the whole, I'd say the second half is wow. different. Yeah. So it was actually, and they got people that worked on the show to basically they hit up the writers of The Simpsons and went, hey, we've got this exhibit at Fox Studios Australia. Um, we're going to play Bart vs. Australia, but um, can you write a different. Um, we want we want a different ending, and they were like, okay. And oh, it was they, made specific. Yeah, it was made wow. specifically for Fox Studios. I think you can find it on YouTube, but um, basically, it still ends with like instead of the cane toads taking over, um, they do something to the gas and like the country blows up. Basically, <laughs> I think it is Homer and the family end up going over, and instead of doing the apology in the courtroom, Bart just says sorry to the family. And then they have them round for a barbecue. So, Bruno and Tobias have the Simpsons round and they're actually like getting along. And then, yeah, Bart does something and it ends up going... And like the whole country like blows up. And then they're just like, well, we'll put the link up. <laughs> That's amazing because like animation is not cheap, right? Yeah. Was, it, was it like broadcast quality? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, so that was pretty cool to watch as a kid. Be like, it's a different version. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, you're still raving about it like 23 <laughs> years later. So, you know, things job well done. Do you remember? Look at all the free marketing they're getting out of this. Yes. <laughs> I reckon it must have been around this time when this episode came out that uh, Foxtel was launched. Yeah, I and reckon, I, yeah. I, I never think had right. it, but I, I was always very envious of yeah. it. Because Fox 8 just played Simpsons non-stop, Oh, apparently. man, yeah. I was going to say before, yeah, you know, saying like, it's always Simpsons on Channel 10 every night, which is true. But that's like, yeah, they go around to someone's house with Foxtel and they're like, okay, <laughs> every day, twice a day, there's two hour blocks yeah. of Simpsons on. It's Ridiculous. Just like, it was so sick. I've talked about this on the pod before, but yeah, my mum's friend had Foxtel. And me and my sister would watch The Simpsons every time it was on Channel 10. So, at least once a day, we'd watch tapes of it. Yeah. Yeah, I used to tape it too, yeah. Pause it when the ads are on and uh, we would be obsessed, right? But then we'd go to my mum's friends and say, 
whoa, Simpsons on six times in a row. Like, I think it was Saturday, Sunday mornings. They had like oh, a massive amazing. marathon. What a way to start the day. <laughs> Children today will never know this uh, experience because it's like, this is like people living who cannot get things on demand whenever they want it. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, totally. Kids today, they got Disney Plus on their iPad and they can watch Simpsons oh, whenever they want. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, watching, they're watching it on in the car on the way to school. They're watching yeah. it in the lunch breaks. <laughs> yeah. Bloody hell. They'll, they'll never know the concept of not being able to watch something they want to watch. Like, I remember the ad for the Foxtel launch and it rings through my head still all the time. It's Bart. I, I can't yeah. exactly remember the image, but it's Bart skateboarding around maybe on a Foxtel logo. Yeah. And he keeps saying, I want my Foxtel. Yeah. <laughs> I want my Foxtel. But uh, for some reason, that phrase still rings through my head like pretty regularly. There are a few lines from this episode that you were saying, Matt, you say all the time. Yes. And one of them I do as well, which I'd forgotten it's from this episode. It's where Bart goes, yes-em. Yes-em. I say, I've said yes-em forever. I never yeah. knew. Like, I couldn't remember where that came from. yes He also goes, um, um, where he leaves the phone off the hook all night and then he comes back to the phone. And he goes, sir, sir, <laughs> I checked with my neighbours, sir. And he's like, Oh, I don't care about that anymore. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I say that sometimes. And he has Definitely. another line somewhere in um Oh, where Millhouse asks if he wants the to go to the smell the Yeah <laughs> the bakery on fire. Yes. Yes I do. Yeah, or yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, with that exact sort of rhythm and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like he also says it in that exact way in the episode where he gets a car. And they go try and go to the expo. Oh, the I think you're it's right. Like, hey, can we pick up that ki- hitchhiker? Yes. Yes, we can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, can we stop for ice cream? Yes. Yes, that's a Simpsonism. Yeah. <laughs> that episode is another one that, or like I was thinking about it this week, someone mentioned uh, Johnny Knoxville. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, the wig sphere. Somehow the word, <laughs> <laughs> like it's just that word just makes me go straight to the wig sphere. <laughs> It's funny though, this has come up a lot on the pod where until you watch the episode for the podcast, you don't realise, oh, hang on, this is the episode that all the things I say all the time yeah. are from. Yeah. Well, and I probably you probably could have picked a hundred different episodes and that would have been the case. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I get a similar vibe from watching Seinfeld of being like, often forget in Seinfeld, they always have like three storylines going at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be like, oh, it's this episode. Oh, but it's also that <laughs> episode. I think you're right. Like same with Simpsons, but for like quotes and little I, And little I totally bits. link Seinfeld and Simpsons into my memory because yeah. I would, I reckon... For a long time, it was Simpsons Neighbors Seinfeld. And I used to... <laughs> the Holy Trinity. There was a, a, another kid at school called Kurt Kreltelheim, <laughs> which is a fantastic name. Yeah. And uh, we used to... We, we weren't in the same class, but like in, in year seven, you know, we'd cross paths, you know, between classes or whatever. And whenever we did... He'd give me a Seinfeld quote and I'd give him a Simpsons <laughs> quote. And it was just our thing where every time we saw each other, we had to have a fresh classic quote, <laughs> a new one every day. That's awesome. There was so much of that at school where you would quote the TV shows you watched the night before in the schoolyard. Isn't it? It's, it seems very odd now. But yeah. It's, it's another thing that kids these days are missing. They're very all watching timey. different episodes. Everyone's up to different places. You know, there's no unity anymore. Yeah. Because people aren't, you know, there'll people be a, aren't being starved of The Simpsons and then getting to watch it. There'll be an 18-year-old listening to this right now picturing our memories in sepia, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're all writing, what are those uh, penny farthings, you know? <laughs> um, another thing about this episode, by the way, is it had trading cards released for it. 
in oh. Australia. So I remember ha- collecting them. I think it was like 98 or something, a couple of years after this episode aired. They released these trading cards in Australia and about half of them were just general. Like they had all the characters on them and you would like be like, oh, I got Uda or whatever. And the, the other... Get. <laughs> yeah. The other half though were just scenes from this episode and it had quotes from this episode. Ah. Oh, I think I might have had some of these actually. Yeah. Yeah. And it was called like the Simpsons Down Under trading cards. And yeah, I would get annoyed when I got one, I think from the episode because I'm like, it's just a quote from the episode. I want, (laughs) I want Kirk Van Houten. (laughs) Like I'd really want the character cards. So, um, but I should, next time I'm at my parents, I'll see if they haven't uh, thrown it in the bin and I'll see if I can find it and I'll post uh, post pictures for oh, online. If you've, my parents, oh, it would depend on her. If my dad found some of that, it'd be in the bin. <laughs> oh, really? Mum's sentimental, dad is not at all. Interesting. The opposite. My mum actually, like, she went uh, a few years ago, she got really like, nah, we're just dumping all, like, we're getting rid of anything we don't need. And my, she got a skip. And put it out the front and my dad in the middle of the night was going out and grabbing stuff <laughs> and including the VHS tapes that we used to tape The Simpsons on. I'd be so. more like your dad, I think. <laughs> I like the idea that your dad, it wasn't because they were yours. It's just because your dad was going out and looking. And like, oh, VHS tapes. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep that. That's quality stuff. <laughs> and the, those blank tapes, you know, it's always exciting. What, what could it be? Yeah. It could yeah. Be anything. <laughs> I love it. Did you have names for your... You know, your your regular use uh, ones that you would tape things and then tape over things? We, I was, I wrote the names of the episodes on oh, the label. Yeah. So, Pick you would know what you were getting. Yeah. Well, we had a, we didn't have a good system. <laughs> uh, we would normally, like, I remember one of our tapes that we used to tape things and then reuse it. If, you know, it was sort of the regular rotation yeah. one. It was called Mr. Holland's Opus because at one point it had that movie on it. <laughs> so, and I, I didn't know what that movie was. So, I just thought that it was... and Because the other one was miscellaneous. And I just thought Mr. Holland's Opus was another sort of old Latin term <laughs> <laughs> for, for random thing. You're like, ah, oh, yes, Mr. Holland's Opus. <laughs> yeah, In vino veritas. <laughs> I don't know. Other uh, Latin things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I once ex- discovered the extended play feature on uh, videos. Mm. I don't know if you remember this, but it was like you could record at half quality but double the length. And oh, I was wow. like, "That's a game changer." I was like, "I want to make a six hours tape of the Simpsons, <laughs> especially when you're around at your Foxtel cousins or something." Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, I get "Do you mind if value. I just uh, take some of this home with me?" You're like doing twelve frames per second <laughs> or something. Everything's jerky. Um, I got the book here, so we'll open it up. Uh, we do a game on this podcast where we guess which character they have chosen for the episode. Ooh. So, this episode um, doesn't have a massive amount of regular characters. In what it. do they normally go with? Do so, they go with main cast or do they go with one of the... Give you an example, Matt. So, we're flipping over to Dead Putting Society, which is the mini oh, golf episode. classic episode. They've chosen Todd Flanders. Okay. We'll, we'll give you another example. Uh, here's the episode, Bart the Lover, where Bart... Um, tricks Mrs. Krabappel. We have chosen Woodrow. Oh my God! <laughs> so, um, what was Woodrow's uh, the Gordy Howe? Gordy yeah. Howe. That's yeah. <laughs> Woodrow. When uh, the wind blows. So yeah, sometimes they choose a very obscure character. So oh, there's they, so many in this one. It could be. Yeah. I guess what, uh, what you had the father and son's name down. What were they? Gordo uh, something. Yeah. Bruno. And Tobias. Bruno and Tobias. There's got to be the a dad. chance. Maybe the American diplomat, voiced by 
Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. Yeah, who Phil Hartman, uh, obviously known for Lionel Hutz and Troy McClure, but you do forget that he's done a few other yeah. ones. I mean, I feel like everyone remembers, La- remembers Lyle Landley, Monorail Man, yep. who was only one episode. But yeah, not a... Like Evan Conover, I think is his name. The... Uh, the what title does he have? I yeah, I assumed he was just some sort of a <laughs> was he? Yeah, he was a oh, he's that's like a right. diplomat. He, he's, he's not the ambassador. Yeah, and he was representing the, the Department of Brats or something. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, but okay, yes. But yeah, so. he's not. I mean, maybe he's, he's not a great one to choose because he's it's just very generic Simpsons character drawing. Yeah, true. So I reckon I reckon the kid or the dad would they ever go on animal? The koala they, yeah, on the yeah. helicopter could be a chance. Koala on the helicopter. Okay. The frog. Uh, the bullfrog, you know that? Yes. I think bullfrog had a name, maybe, or maybe not. I don't know if he does. It's never directly addressed, but must have been pregnant, right? Or is this some sort of new breed of well, half? You know what? I was wondering that. Because, yeah, he gets, like, um, I like as well, you th- sort of think it's just going to be a one-off gag where Bart goes, sorry, girl, and then <laughs> yeah. he jumps out the window, goes in the, immediately he goes in the kangaroo's pouch, kangaroo rubs it and bounces off. But then obviously keeps coming back and it becomes a plot point. But... Yeah, um, how does it create all the hundreds and thousands of frogs? I think, I think uh, you know, <laughs> you're underestimating the slow progress of the Australian legal system, you know? <laughs> it's like, you're imagining this episode happening over days. No, that was a six-month process. <laughs> but I thought watching it, when the um, <laughs> you've got another great classic joke. Oh, I would have called him Chazwazers. <laughs> uh, when he's looking at the frog, he's like, "Oh, it's like a kangaroo, but a reptile." Which I think the joke is that he's just an idiot. Yeah. But for a second watching, I was like, "Oh, hang on. Yes. Is it meant to be the kangaroo and the frog That's mated?" That's thought as well. <laughs> are you doing like it a like hybrid? A sh- are you yeah. doing like a donkey from Shrek and the Dragon? <laughs> yeah, type? yeah. <laughs> For a second, I thought, hang on, have I never understood that joke? Is that what it's meant to be? But no, I don't think it is. Because if it was, uh, the the genes of the frog were obviously outpowering the kangaroo. Yeah. Um, you okay, ever see so a kid where you're like, well, you've, yeah, <laughs> the, the mum's got stronger genes yeah, than the dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Simon's going the frog. I'm going for the dad. Oh, oh, you you're going to lock one in? the dad. So you okay. want me to lock one in? I've not just let me say 17 different <laughs> characters. The Prime Minister. Oh, man, all right, hang on. Don't worry, there's not actually a prize, so okay. um, there's no shame if you get it I'm wrong. I'm going to say... A lot of shame. <laughs> <laughs> so who did you go for? I went for the dad. The dad, I'll go for the son. Okay, cool. The son's more iconic. So Let's have a look. The son is on all the memes. I wonder if the book predicted how popular the memes were going to get. The book uh, didn't even true. know about memes, right? <laughs> so the character they have chosen... A decade. It is Phil Hartman's character, oh, no. Evan Conover. Back where I began. <laughs> Talk my way out of it. <laughs> and the quote they've chosen from him is, Disparaging the boot is a bootable offence. Here we go. His actual okay. occupation, Under Secretary of State for International Protocol, Brat and Punk Division. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> um, expertise, Australian correctional history, footwear, strengths, introductions, selling out fellow Americans to angered foreign interests, <laughs> incompetent at... Editing slideshows, diplomacy, uh, secret shame, Cuba Plan B, and favorite munchie, candied apples. I love how they got two, one, two, three, four, five. Of six of those, two of them reference one slide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's funny too because sometimes they'll choose a really main character, like his Barney. 
Barney's got six <laughs> dot points as well. I was like, how is Barney getting the same amount? They've really had to pat it out forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, like everything that he said in the episode <laughs> is included there. It did remind It was very Lionel Hutzy, I thought, when he is on the phone negotiating the candy yeah. apples. I thought, um, oh, that was so gross. I mean, there wasn't, like I say, not a dud line in there, but him on the phone. And I re- <laughs> that really stuck with me from way back. Marge doing that <laughs> heartfelt thing, the music swells. Yeah, she, you, it, like in any other show, you know, Full House. This is yeah, where there's yeah, a breakthrough yeah. and everyone hugs. <laughs> Hands back the phone. Okay, we're in agreement. We will not let it <laughs> next to the phone again. <laughs> I felt unrealistic the uh, negotiating of candied apples. I was like, there's no one in Australia is doing a deal. Yeah, for a yeah, true, apple. true. That's another thing they got wrong. It was um, another thing we toffee apples, right? Yeah, yeah am yeah. I right? Come on, absolutely. Do some. Basic Although I guess research. it is to be fair. To be fair, Evan kind of uh, like there are a few times when he said us. No, no, actually. There, it's funny because the characters that were meant to be Australian said Aussies, Aussies but yeah. um, Phil Harmon actually correctly said Aussies. Mm. So yeah, funny that. Who do you reckon right. was the best and the worst <laughs> accent? I reckon the best was actually the dad, who I think was yeah, Hank Azaria. Pretty good. He was probably closest. Oh, I don't know. I think there was some. Very <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it was good, but and out of all, all of them, cartoony versions. Yeah, of the exactly. Show, right? Like you can't. That's the thing. You can't be too harsh when. The Simpsons is doing Australian accents because they exaggerate all uh, accents. Yeah. I understand criticism when an like. Do you remember an episode of the uh, a season of The Good Place? They're in Australia, yeah, that and that was got rough. so much flack. And I think that's understandable criticism because they could have actually hired American, it's so funny uh, Australian. They, they, they hired an American English actors person. are in LA. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. right. It, was, it wasn't even an American. It was an English person doing. Yeah, yeah. But I, I I quite enjoyed that show. Yeah. Uh, I think I didn't enjoy that season that much. I can't remember. But yeah. the I was I was thinking that that it was part of it, and it yeah. was going to be turn out that it wasn't like a demon yes. acting, and that's why the accent was yeah. bad. But it was just. I think a lot of people were hoping for that. It's like, <laughs> nope, they just suck. <laughs> but it's yeah. funny as well because it's Australia is such a small market that they're like, <laughs> not many people would notice this is a shit accent. It yeah. sounds pretty much Australian. This- this reminds me of something real weird that happened last night. I was watching Dances with Wolves with my mum last yep. night and there's a character in it and my mum was just complaining about the casting of this character. Like, she doesn't look American Indian. She looks white. And I was like, if you would watch this movie properly, <laughs> you would see that that is a detail that they are revealing right now. <laughs> and she was like complaining about the casting so much that she missed the plot point <laughs> that it's a white person who like That's as a kid funny. went to live with <laughs> Native Americans. Funny. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, the boomers these days, all they do is get outraged. (laughs) (laughs) Snowflakes. (laughs) Um, So, here's the stuff you may have missed. This is a section of the book, Matt, where it mentions stuff that you might not have noticed during the episode. Let's see how much we noticed. Bart's collect call costs Bruno $900, or should we say $900 (laughs) dues, which segue, do you remember there was a big petition a few years ago by someone actually trying to get uh, Australia's official currency (laughs) change. A fake uh, there's like a, a note that floats around online every now and then with <laughs> the dad's face on it and it's like five dollar dues or something. Yeah, nice. Um, Bit of fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so it has here that nine hundred dollars is the exact same amount the Springfield Gas Company bills the Simpsons after one of Bart's stunts detaches the family dryer and ignites the gas main. In the episode Homer's Phobia, 
That is a very <laughs> specific, obscure. It feels like they're, they're trying to bring it around like it was yeah. intentional, but it's just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah, they just use the same number twice. Yeah, yeah. It's totally. unimaginative about numbers. <laughs> yeah. like, what's a big num- Maybe they had a really big debate the first time about what a big number, you know, it's like big enough yeah, to be yeah. big, but not too big that it's like unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, we're not having the debate again, which is just $900. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, I actually missed this when we watched it. Motto on the commemorative Australian stamp, 30 years of electricity. It's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, uh, I was gonna say, I really, I really thought it was very bad or weird. Like they have like this logical inconsistency where they're like both trying to roast Australia for being really big and also trying to roast it for being really small. Like when they <laughs> set the kid out to go like to his neighbor's house, he has to, you know, it takes him all day because it's like hundreds of kilometers yeah, away. Yeah. But then they're like, oh, but the prime minister's <laughs> right there. It's like, That's which a good one point. is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make a choice. Are we uh, enormous and sparse or like, Are there, yeah, like I think Montenegro or shows something? Shows like this can get away with that though, right? Because uh, watching it today, I'm like, this is really just a, a series of set pieces. Yeah. Sketches. Yeah. Somehow they've they've brought it into a storyline, yeah. but it's really just banging bang a joke after bang a joke. Yeah, yeah. But it, it is funny. But I also think it's it's quite a good observation of Australia. We are, it's a it's a huge country land wise, but it is also tiny in so many ways as well. I think that's good stuff, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to allow that one. All right, it's been declared. <laughs> the gavel's well, come no, down I mean, from Matt Stewart. No, sorry, it's, we are in Murph's Tavern, <laughs> and it's I, one all at the moment. I so. think Simon gets a kick up the bum. For that. <laughs> hey. Yeah, just a little kick up the bum. <laughs> um, a couple other bits of trivia about this episode. I never knew this until recently. This episode is actually based on the story of an American teenager who was caned in Singapore. In 1994, uh, a year or two before this episode huh. came out, for vandalizing cars. So that's what the actual, uh, they've got the country wrong, but I think that excuses it a bit for its, when I first watched it, it was like, this is just out of nowhere. Where did they get, like, <laughs> they booted up the bum? It's, yeah. it's, it's wild but, how like, different a time the 90s were. Like, I'm not <laughs> sure it would be acceptable today in 2023 <laughs> for, like, a child experiences some corporal punishment and yeah. it's famous and then you. As like a family TV show, make a funny <laughs> episode about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, oh, had, I could picture always sunny or something like that. Yeah, doing it, maybe <laughs> that's true. The kid didn't die, so you know. But um, um, I think he was quite like a rich kid as well, and so a lot of like the commentary and the media and stuff was like, hey. Look at look at this kid. Like there yeah, wasn't much right. sympathy for him. He's a, a br- sport brat. Yeah, yeah. That's why the brat division, brat and punk yeah, division. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Also, I never knew this. Uh, the end of the episode, um, when the Simpsons get in the helicopter, uh, that mimics the United States retreat from Saigon in 1975. Oh, wow. I definitely the Vietnam War. knew this, and I believe yeah. always knew this. I don't know how oh, as a young okay. child, but I think maybe it's in like a Vietnam War movie or something. Probably, yeah. I think it's like a classic, like yeah. It's definitely got that feel of like this is parroting something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then that that zoom in on the koala's eye is that oh. that is that. Just an, a trope, or is that a, a specific? I think it's just like a horror movie, uh, yeah. trope thing. I thought it was with the two soldiers eating the. Eating yeah, the I, I thought that was so funny as a kid, and yeah. watching it today, I'm like, why did I think that was funny? <laughs> it's such a, it's just a, a, a funny image. Like they're just destroying all evidence that are over there. I yeah. guess right. they're like yeah. Lady in the Tramping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I noticed that they cut they cut away before they get. <laughs> 
that lips touching. Yeah, I was disappointed about that. 1995, Matt. They couldn't <laughs> yeah, have yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, just a final little no- uh, joke that I never appreciated as a kid is Bruno, the dad, going, um, "It's not a problem with the bidet, is there?" <laughs> yes, I never. I did not know what a bidet was. Yeah, the yeah. Kid. Because and then I just just thinking about it then. Uh, I reckon I probably learnt about bidets in one of the um, Crocodile Dundee films. Ah, oh, there you go. Because he went to America in the oh, in both of them, maybe. But yeah, there was yeah. one where he was confused by it. I think. Yeah. So I don't know if it was referencing that, but it's funny that um, it'd be you. funny if in in their in the their the Simpsons lore <laughs> of Australia that the movie Crocodile Dundee uh, meant that. Uh, Dundee found bidets in, in New <laughs> yeah. York and brought bidet culture back to Australia. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. I can't remember all of them, but there was a bunch of references that made me realise how old this episode is. They were yeah. like, oh, it's a strange thing. And one of them, they wrote down, it was the Yahoo Serious Festival. Yes. So good. And I was like, I'd completely forgotten about Yahoo Serious. Yeah. Um, just a weird Australian Yeah, thing. I think it, and he must have obviously had some success in America as well. Must have, yeah. The well, most recent thing I remember about him, which is probably already 15 years ago, is that he sued Yahoo.com. Yeah. <laughs> and he made a film in late 90s, early 2000s, which I think was meant to be his comeback, called Mr. Accident. Oh, And okay. I saw that That's at the cinema. Good. I think it's 2003. I just read it. In, I was on his Wikipedia before. When was Reckless <laughs> Kelly? Oh, that was 1996 or One of the first movies I saw at the cinemas. No, <laughs> Reckless Kelly would have been earlier because in this episode is 95 and they're saying how... Oh, ooh, he's already... Yeah. I mean, maybe Reckless Kelly didn't make it in America. I think he had one... If he had a big movie, it was um, Young Einstein. Yeah. So, Reckless Kelly was 1993. Young go. Einstein was 1988. Yeah, oh, wow. right. Yeah. Apparently, I I didn't get this at all, and I because I still haven't seen this film. But apparently, in the Australian mob at the embassy, the guy with the mohawk, he's um, a specific character from Mad Max Two, right. called Wes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I knew there was Mad Max elements to that mob. I didn't recognize. Yeah, that's it was what that I thought specific. it was just a, a general. Yeah. Mad Max vibe. There you go. Good Which detail. I think, yeah, they've definitely they've taken from Crocodile Dundee, Mad Max, and a few things, and sort of just turned Australia into this awesome sort of yeah. cartoon caricature. Yeah. But uh, I just my final thoughts is this: this is perfect television. I don't. I don't. I. I find that the accents don't worry me that they're bad. Mm. I think that's part of the fun. It's sort of. Yeah, I think it's kind of it's like it's funny that they're. It'd be weirder if they were like spot on Australian. Yeah, accent. yeah, and also, yeah. The other thing is like they have very little. You forget there's no internet. You have very little Australian <laughs> content. What do you got? You got they the, got Yahoo Serious. <laughs> they got Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> this might be like the extent of like Australian voices you get to hear. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean they they also their boss Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> Who they uh, always his accents always very funny when they spoof him on there. Yeah. Uh, out of ten, what do you reckon? I mean, do do people give it give ten? You can give a ten. I think I'm going to have to give it a ten. Yeah, nice. I don't know. I rarely give anything a perfect score, but <laughs> I think The Simpsons is one of those shows where I would probably be given out quite a few of them. Yeah, I actually reckon it was not as good as I remembered. Like, I, there's been other episodes that we've watched on the show where I've been like, "Yes, this is so good," and I forgot yeah. how much I love it. But this one, I don't know. I think it was like seven for me. You know, okay. like I think I had really. Only really, really good. (laughs) (laughs) Seven is such a fun... Like, I mean, that says something when you're like... Actually, to me, it wasn't that good. Seven out of (laughs) ten. 
<laughs> I mean, I watched it seven times. I'll watch it ten more. <laughs> I um, I won't go as high as ten. Um, I think yeah, very funny episode. I think we give it eight and a half. Eight and a half. Eight and Great and a half score. I mean, ten. I'm I'm not as jaded. As you probably are getting, because I, I just I don't really watch The Simpsons anymore. It, it plays on loop in my subconscious. Yeah, but I don't I, I don't think I've seen an episode for a while. So I might my score may be skewed slightly because of that. But I don't know. I just thought it was awesome. No, yeah, I support your your rating. Before we do plugs, I'm doing a thing for episode sixty in uh, in a month or so. We're going to do uh, a countdown of the best characters. On the show, as voted by you, the oh, listener. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and you, the guest. So, um, I know I've put you on the spot here, but just off the top of your head, do you have a favorite character Ooh. on the series? You can give me a few. It doesn't and, have and to be. The, I mean, it's so. I think there's got to be two categories here. You've got core cast. Yeah. How do you compare, like, a one-off character yeah. who had this great scene to, you know, Homer, who's, like, one of the all-time great TV characters. Well, I haven't put that much thought into the survey, Matt. <laughs> so. I, I, love a, I love all the corporate ones for some reason. I love a old Gil. I love a oh, uh, Hank yeah. Powell. Yeah. Uh, I love a Hank Powell. Is it oh, Powell uh, makes a powerful pow, pow, car? Is it, uh, I'm, I'm Hank. Brother. I'm a Her- Herbert Powell. Herb, Herbert Powell. Herb, right. Yeah. Someone Herb. else. I'm thinking of ha- no, Hank, Hank, Hank Scorpio. Hank Scorpio. <laughs> That's the other one I was Hank thinking Scorpio of. Hank Scorpio is going to go very well. He'd be in the mix for me. Yeah. All those ones you're saying. You know, interesting thing about Gil, he's not in this book because he didn't debut until season really? nine. Ooh. Really? Yes. That is fascinating. Yeah, in the one where Marge becomes a real estate agent. Yeah. So there you go. Same oh. with um, Duff Man. He didn't appear till first episode of season nine, so he just interesting just uh, doesn't make it in this book. Um, I think I'm gonna have to go with that corporate woman who everyone says was the beginning <laughs> of the end of The Simpsons. Lindsay Nagel. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd know that. <laughs> so who were the? If we were gonna go through the Phil Hartman characters, I'm probably gonna I'm gonna pick one of these. Okay. Can, how many of them can you name? Lionel Hutz, Troy McClure, and- Evan Conover, Lyle Landley. Um, Bart's big brother Tom. Oh, yeah. oh, that's another one of my all-time favorite episodes. <laughs> this this is much more painful than it looks. <laughs> this is even more painful than it looks. Um, that's uh, that's just Matt describing choosing the character. By the oh way, oh my god. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it totally is. I I and this this vote is counting. Uh, Are you waiting you know the guest votes yeah. uh, more heavily? How about you guys can have <laughs> a think about it okay. and let me know, okay? I'm, I don't want to waste... I really want to just get this off my plate now <laughs> yeah. because I will genuinely spend too long <laughs> thinking about it. Matt's doing his own bracket system at home. <laughs> yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Lionel Hutz. Okay, yeah. nice. I'm going to go with... Um, I'll go with Old Gil. Okay. No, yeah. Cool. Old Gil's fantastic. Nice yeah. one. All right. Um, well, and if you didn't hear last uh, episode, I said Grandpa Simpson is my favourite. So, oh, yeah. Grandpa Simpson. Yeah, that's what I mean. It, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I've sort of ruled out that core cast. Well, I guess... Otherwise, it would probably be Homer, probably, which... Dave Warnicky pointed out that if you choose one of the Phil Harmon characters, you know it's nothing but gold. Yes. Because in the 300 seasons they've done... There's bound to be some dog shit episodes Very with true. a lot of the characters. Oh my like, yeah, he's been in a couple of <laughs> well, couple that, of duds. That's it. Yeah, there's so many good characters. When you start asking questions, you think about it, and you're like, oh my goodness, yeah. there's so what, many. What episode was Warnicky on for? K 
Cape Fear. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. another. Did he? He would have talked about his birthday party. Yes, that he hired out the cinema. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was so yeah. good. Were you at that? Yeah, yeah. What a great day. <laughs> <laughs> Lemon of Troy was on that day. Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, Hank Scorpio was on. That was on. Which is definitely another one in the. Anyway, you're trying to wrap up. <laughs> Do you have anything to plug, Matt? Uh, if, the, if this is out before or during oh, comedy festival. Oh, actually, sorry, I should have given you a heads up. It won't be. Sorry. Well, I just had a fantastic <laughs> run at the comedy festival. Uh, but I do, I've got a, a couple of weekly podcasts, including Do Go On. We actually did an episode about The Simpsons. Uh, that's a show I host with Dave Warnicky, another previous guest on mm-hmm. here. And yeah, years, because we quote it too much. Me and Dave are, bit, you know, Simpsons nerds. And, uh, yeah, we quote it too much. So much so that a patron of the show for a while did an audit every episode. And he'd write a, a blog post <laughs> about the references, what episodes they came from and all, all this sort of stuff. Oh, wow. Which was awesome. I think it ended up being a bit of a burden for him. And, <laughs> stopped, but, and I imagine it would have been, yeah. But, um, yeah, we did a Simpsons episode on that ages ago. But it's a different, you know, it can be about a serial killer or, you know, an actor or anything. And the other show I've just started doing is a, like a, a comedy quiz show called Who Knew It With Matt Stewart, which is a bit of fun. And it's just sort of like uh, like a, I don't know if you know the game Dictionary or Boulder Dash or one of these games where the guests write a fake answer and then they have to try and figure out what the real one is. Just a bit of fun. I didn't know until listening to the podcast, I didn't get that it was a rhyme. <laughs> Who Knew It With Matt Stewart. <laughs> And as soon as you introduce the show, I'm, oh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. It's uh, it doesn't read like a rhyme. It just yeah. reads like a really yeah. clunky name for a podcast. But no, can confirm. Uh, very funny. Listen, oh, cheers for listen listening. I appreciate that. No worries at all. And Simon, uh, listen you- to Matt's podcast. That's what I have to plug. I actually remember something very funny about this. So I was actually a guest once on an episode of uh, Do Go On. A Patreon episode That's right And uh, something very at, funny happened At this festival Yes, many years ago ah. I was at Meredith Music Festival happened, And then uh, And we did one on um, The mil- Millionaires Yes, yeah, yeah Who wants but to be a billionaire Yes And then um, But anyway The funny thing that happened Is that still up out there? I remember it's, you can still listen to it on the internet it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, Actually, Simon I'm sorry to derail your story But um, it's not I went to <laughs> oh, check no. it the, Like in the lead up to today I want, it was like, hey, I wonder if um, we make billions. Let's, let's make called. billions. We make bi- let's <laughs> make billions. <laughs> I don't even remember the name of my own podcast. It's, it's just not on anymore. I think, I, I think you're right. I think my, I had to change my credit card details one month ago <laughs> and I finally stopped paying for the hosting. Yeah. yeah all right. I'll have to rehost that. Um, but as you were saying. Uh, anyway, so it was just, it was, we've lost some momentum now, but um, <laughs> no, that's funny. Uh, just after... Just after that time, kind of like a couple months after that, when the episode came out, um, I was like on Tinder. And it was like six or seven years ago. And I'm chatting to somebody and we're talking about stuff. And they're like, they're like, oh, I love podcasts. I'm like, oh, great. What podcasts do you like? And they're like, my absolute favorite podcast <laughs> is Do Go On. And I was like, oh, I'm actually on an episode of Do Go On. And they say, which episode are you on? And I go, oh, it's this one. And they're like, yeah, that was a wild one. Never talk to me again. <laughs> I was, I was thought you were going to say, and now we're married. No, no, no. no. It was like, I was, was going like, to go one is, of two ways. This is how dicey my appearance on this podcast was. It's like, things were going really well. We're chatting That's a lot. And then they learned that strange. I am a guest on an episode of their favorite podcast. They're leading with this. This is like my number one podcast. It's Do Go On. I was like, not only do I know it, but I'm a guest on an episode. Dead, dead in the water. Wow. <laughs> I, that so, is a mystery that I reckon you could do a whole 
podcast <laughs> yes. series trying to unpack, <laughs> trying to reconnect. Uh, yeah, so go back, you know, sign up to the Patreon for Do Go On. Go back and get that episode. I rem- yeah, I, I couldn't Very tell explicit. you anything about it. Was Kappa on that as well? Yes, he was, I think. And then, and then me, Jess and Dave ended up going, doing a, a, like an intro and outro on the studio. It ended up being yeah. like an hour and a half. <laughs> and I couldn't tell you a single thing about but it, yeah. but... I remember being a lot of fun. I remember oh, your pod was more fun than ours. It was though. so good. Yeah. It was like the best episode of the podcast that ever existed. And we had this like just uh, sort of spur of the moment little audience. Just yeah. We were doing it at our campsite. Yeah. And I was like, it was genuinely like a live pod. Like you could hear people laughing. It was hard a hot crowd. The there was probably like 12 people, but they were into it. Well, yeah. <laughs> if by the time this comes out, hopefully Simon's updated his card yes. details and you can listen to that episode of there's, We Make Billions. There's got to be free <laughs> hosts these days for podcasts. Surely. I think it's called Let's Make Billions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I need to, I don't know where I would find that information. But. <laughs> um, you can check out my stuff at murphymclaughlin.com. And please, if you have been enjoying Murph's Tavern, chuck it a five star rating. Rating, um, and tell your friends if you've got mates that are like The Simpsons, specifically the old school ones. Uh, tell them to check it out. Um, the ideal way to give a five star review would be just with your favourite Simpsons quote somehow worked into a compliment. Oh, absolutely! And if you're going to be voting for uh, your favourite character anyway, just mix that with your review. You should be you should be reading out a few of the best ones at the end of the episode, the five stars with the best quotes. Yeah, okay. Well, if people start uh, doing that, then I will absolutely, um, from next episode, there you go. There's your homework, listeners. Um, do a, your favorite Simpsons quote and your favorite Simpsons character while you're rating the episode and then I'll read it out, okay? Love it. Deal. Okay. I'm doing that right now. <laughs> Um, I don't see you on your phone. So, <laughs> all right. Well, I, I, I tried to log into iTunes recently, actually, and I, I don't know how to get an Apple anymore. So, but I'll do my best. This is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I say it's so easy, listeners, and then you've on, on record shown that it's not that no, easy. I mean, I'll show that. Oh no! Oh no! I'm in. Oh, here we go. Tapping it out now. Yeah. Thanks, Simon, for being on the show. Thank you, Murphy, for having me. No worries. Thank you, Matt. Thanks, Murphy. And as we always say here on Murph's Tavern, bye. <laughs>